0: I think you can agree with me. We need a really good marketing plan to grow our business. And within that marketing plan, social media holds a spot. But what exactly does a social media plan look like? Lucky for us, my friend and guest, Laura Shipman, is here to lay out her seven components to a social media plan. And at the end of the show, she's got a great freebie for you to nail down your social media. If you don't already know, Laura is a social media coach and manager. She focuses on creating content, designing graphics, and advertising for her clients. Laura also hosts one of my favorite podcasts, The Laura Shipman Show. This is the place to be to learn industry trends and all things social media, and her tips and strategies are easy to consume and easy to execute. Okay, no more chatter from me. Let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss! Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholz, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer, and yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy; you can connect with me over at BossLadyInSweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show, and I am so excited. I have Laura Shipman back here today, and she is going to talk all about social media marketing plan, like basically what it looks like, because we know we should be marketing our business on social media, but sometimes we hear the fluff of it all, but we, you know, if you're like me, I want to know the how, and that is why I have Laura on the show. So welcome, Laura. It's great to have you back.
1: It is so great to be back. Thank you for having me, and I'm so excited about this topic too.
0: I'm excited too. Yeah, it's really going to help a lot of people. But before we dive in, some listeners have not heard my show in the previous with you on, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business.
1: Yeah. So I am a social media manager and that means I I actually write social media for people or I'll coach them on how to do it themselves. So it depends on what people are looking for. And I also have a podcast as well and a very um, big blog too, that gives you all sorts of information and resources. So yeah, that's basically what I do.
0: That's awesome. I love what you do. (laughs) Now let's just dive into our topic, social media, which is like I don't know about you, Laura, but when you think of social media, you just think of all the things. You think of Facebook, Instagram, your email lists, um, face, or I said Facebook, but Twitter and Pinterest and like all of that. And we know we should be marketing our business on social media, but it also can be so overwhelming and just like this giant monster to tackle. So What, you're going to break this down for us. What does a social media plan really look like?
1: Yeah. And that's such a good question. I, you know, struggled with this for a lot of years too, trying to figure it out. And then I finally went back. I don't know if you know this or not, but I used to work in the corporate offices of Sunglass Hut and I was responsible for communicating to stores basically. And so we had to communicate plans out to stores, but we had to have a big vision and looked at, so I actually went back to my roots and I thought like, how did we do this at Sunglass Hut? And so I took what I my foundation from there and I placed it into my current world. And one of the things I think people miss is if you look at your business overall, or actually even just your marketing plan as a big wagon wheel, and in the middle you have like your hub and that's your marketing plan, whatever that hub is. And then the spokes coming out from that wagon wheel are the different ways you're going to send your message to your audience. And one of those is going to be social media. Another one might be traditional marketing. You know, another one might be uh, face-to-face networking. So whatever your marketing plan looks like, you know, put that into your mindset for right now. And each of those spokes that come off that wagon wheel all have to have their own plan of of its own, right? Have its Mm -hmm. own little plan that it's got to follow. So it's not good enough. To just have a marketing plan and then try and execute, you actually have to drill down further and then you need to make a marketing plan for each of those spokes. And we're going to take the social media spoke today. And a lot of people depend on social media as their only Marketing plan. And you might want to relook at that. It may be a, mar- a major part of your marketing plan, but you kind of need to have those spokes or else you're. Imagine a wheel rolling down the road with one spoke. It's going to fall eventually. It's going <laughs> to fall apart because the stress on that spoke is going to be too much. So that's just my little Laura advice for just marketing plans in general.
0: <laughs> well, you always have great advice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So let's look at the social media marketing plan. So I basically. I have two tiers to this. The first one is breaking it down into seven components that you really want to look at to drive that plan. And that's the foundation or the bones of your plan. And then the other portion of it is the physical plan. And we'll get into that because I geek out on that a little bit. So, <laughs> so we're just going to go, I guess, through one through seven and just go through each of them. Um, the first one is really think about what your objective is for being on social media. And this is where you have to spend some time and think, well, why am I there? Am I there for brand awareness? Am I there to increase engagement? I'm going to tell you right now, if you have to get sales as the main <laughs> reason you're on social media, it's gonna be a very frustrating experience for you because I, I feel like if you're getting trying to get sales from social media, it's gonna be a hard road. And I think that, if that's one of your goals, it takes more than just posting on social media. And that's like for a whole nother podcast because you kind of get into digital marketing there um, where social media plays a big role in that. So some of the things you want to do is build authority or become a thought leader in your space, you know, drive traffic to a website. Maybe it's just PR. So there's lots of different reasons why you want to be on social media. And once you nail that down, then that's going to help you figure out what that plan is for the long run. You know, once you, you have a clear picture of what that vision is, then you can focus on that vision and then you can have metrics in place to see how you're doing to meet that.
0: So when someone sets an objective, should they have a specific time period in place? Should they be thinking of an entire year? Should they be thinking of just 90 days? What is your suggestion on that?
1: That's a good question. And I really think um, this goes back to your overall marketing plan and your overall business plan. Like what are your overall goal, goals for the year? And depending on what those goals are for the year, your objective for social media might fluctuate throughout the year. So maybe the first quarter, your, your goal is to build brand awareness, right? So you're going to do all sorts of things within the social media sphere to build brand awareness. And then the second quarter may It's to drive traffic. Now that you've got the loyalty from your brand awareness, now it's time to drive traffic to your website. So it just really depends what your overall goal is for your business for the year and then break it down into objectives to help you meet that goal come December 31st.
0: Okay, that makes perfect sense.
1: Okay, cool. So then the second thing you want to look at is who are you trying to attract? It's not, it's not good enough to say everyone and anyone. You really need to be focused on who it is, who is. And that used to be something years ago that I would struggle with. Like, who am I trying to attract? And I look back at it now and I think to myself, well, who is my favorite client right now? And if I could have more of that client, my world would be a happy place. So chances are, that's my target market. And if you only have one client right now, use that person right now. And then also, you know, we've gone through, there's a lot of information. I think you talk about Renee a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, so Renee is your avatar, your, your target audience member. And I love how you talk about Renee and really define who she is. And I just recently, you were talking about her and I'm like, wow, she's
0: a real person. (laughs) (laughs) And And out there she, you know, she is. And I find too, when I am defining my ideal client or audience or avatar, a lot of the times that person is a lot like you. Do you Mm -hmm. find the same thing, Laura?
1: Absolutely. And that's kind of how I grew my business too is because I'd be like, what am I struggling with right now? And I can't be the only one and I can't find the answers that I'm looking for. And so now every time I put something together, I look at how I am struggling with that issue or how I would want the solution for that issue or problem. So yeah, a lot of times it is you. And there's a lot of you around even though you don't realize
0: it. Right. And when you said problem, I think that is something when people are trying to define their ideal avatar, that's what you need to come up with is what problem are you solving? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What solution are you giving? Because a lot of people are like, well, this is my person, but what are you doing for that person? So I think that's kind of like a good little nugget to throw in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
1: Totally agree.
0: Hey there sister, here we are, already mid-February, and I can't help it. I feel so much gratitude in my heart. Thank you for being a part of the show. It's been an incredible journey. So to show my love and gratitude for you, guess what? Let's celebrate together. I'm doing some giveaways this month. That's right. I want to give even more back to you. And it's super simple to enter this giveaway. I truly believe this podcast will only continue to grow with you. So here we go. Step one, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. Tell me what you love about the show, how it has helped you, and what things do you want to hear more of. Step number two, before you submit your review, take a screenshot of your review, upload it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Allison Shoals. That's it, that's how you enter the giveaway. You have until February 19th to enter, and no worries if you've already submitted a review, Just find it on iTunes, screenshot your review, and tag me in your stories. Now the good stuff. There will be four winners, and one of those winners might be you. Why not, right? I'll be giving away three of my most favorite personal development books that have personally helped my business journey. And then the big prize that goes to a lucky person is, insert drumroll, one free month to my VIP membership. Here's what you get. 20 plus done for you images and quote graphics, 10 customizable captions, a content calendar, plus Instagram story images with prompts. This, my friend, will give your business the attention it deserves. Okay, it only takes a few seconds to leave a review, so head over now, girl.
1: The next point is very similar to what we just talked about, but to identify that market and that is your niche, like where does that? where does Renee live? Like, what is she in the medical niche? Is she in the beauty industry? Is she in construction? Like, what is it? What is that niche? And again, try not to service every niche. Try and be focused, hyper-focused. And once you get hyper-focused, then maybe you can branch out a little bit and get broader and broader and broader. But if you're just starting out or if you really want to make a splash on social media, focus in narrow and then go
0: broad. So for example, someone should not just say I'm a coach because that is so broad. Are you a fitness coach? Are you a nutrition coach? Are you, I mean, like you said, really niche down and get very specific on that one thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then, but then I think, you know, you can expand from there because we are multifaceted people and to put any one person in a box and make them stay there, they're going to get bored. They're going to get frustrated after a while. But I think you start in that box and then grow from there. I don't think you try and do everything at once because there, it's, it will make you crazy, I think.
0: And I'm guilty of that. That's how I started off my business is I wanted to do all the things because I was creative. So I felt that I needed to be creative in every outlet and mm-hmm. put it out there. And wow, well, <laughs> I drove myself crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
1: and I kind of started, Not I didn't start there, but at one point in time, For some reason, carpet cleaners were really attracted to me. (laughs) And so I could write, I could write a lot of content and do good content for carpet cleaners. But after a while, like just if that's all I did, it made me, it made me crazy. I got stale. So then I added, you know, another industry to it and another industry. And now I have multiple hats, but I know the thing, the cool thing from a personal development side is I know a lot about a lot of different industries and I can draw on those different industries. And inject pearls of wisdom into another business who may be totally far away from that industry. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes really good sense. That's awesome. But
1: but don't try and go there first. No, (laughs) (laughs) grow into it. So, the next one that I think you really need to spend some time thinking about is determining the platforms you want to be active on. A lot of people want to be on every single platform, and it's just not feasible. You really need to look at your business and where your Renee hangs out or your target Mm -hmm. audience hangs out. So if Renee hangs out on Instagram and Pinterest, hang out on those two platforms. So really take a look. And a lot of times I tell people start with two and then go further than two. And then I say that Instagram and Facebook can't count as two. two. Like actually, if you're going to say, well, my client or my target market is on Instagram and Facebook, they're kind of the same company and they, they intertwine so easily that I really, in that instance, think you need to pick a third and figure out where that target audience is um, outside of Facebook and Instagram. So maybe it's YouTube or maybe it's podcasting or blogging, whatever. Just think about where that person hangs out. Totally agree. Cool, 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 cool. Um, then the next thing, and we're going to get, into this a little bit further is the 12 month content calendar. And I know that sounds like a lot to think of right now, but remember the 12 month calendar is not, it's kind of like a a glimpse into your plan for the year. So I don't want you to get overwhelmed by that. I do want you to have ideas for each month of the year, because later on it'll make it so much easier for you to create content instead of like searching for it and trying to pull it out of the air when you know, it's time to post and you have nothing to post. So um, I know, I know 12 months sounds like a lot, but um, we're going to dive into that later. So it won't sound so overwhelming a little bit later. And then I have a tool for you guys to use too.
0: Cool. Now, before we go on to the next one, because I'm Mm -hmm. sure this tip or this component is probably just stopping people in their tracks that are thinking, wow, 12 month ideas. When you say ideas, are you talking more like themes for the month?
1: Yeah, so I'm talking about themes for the month or for the quarter, objectives, any products that you're really gonna be focusing on. And this works really well for the people who may be in um, network marketing businesses and stuff like that. Some of this work is already done for you by your corporate office. So even though it does sound like a lot, it may not be as big as it seems.
0: Perfect. And I mean, I think too, like January, a theme could be fresh start clean slate, stuff like that. February, you know, it's kind of like the love gratitude month. So very generic themes. And then that's based on that theme. That's how you build your content.
1: Yep, absolutely. And that's how we did it in my back in my retail days, is we looked at the calendar that way. What's going on during those months? What are people focusing on? And yeah, that's what I, and so if you can come up with a clever way to tie in, like for example, for me, maybe February will be love for social media or, you know, how to, you know, something to do with love and social media and marrying those two things together. And now that I have that theme, I can all of a sudden start thinking and brainstorming, Oh, this, all these ideas come to light. And then you can even Google things like catchy taglines for Valentine's day. And then just look at that stuff. Or even this is another one that I really like is email subject lines that get open and then do the month of February or whatever, because there there again, the work is already done for you. So I think if people are going to look at an email subject line and open it because it captured their attention, they're going to stop and read your caption on social media the same way. So just kind of like think outside the box when you're looking for Theme ideas and content ideas. Use tools like that to try and
0: come up with those. Oh, I'm definitely going to try that. That was another golden nugget. Thank you, Laura.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, so we'll come back and we'll visit the 12-month calendar in in a minute. But the next one that's really important is measurement and reporting. Have a plan for this. Like, it's not good enough to go ahead and put content out there and have people like and comment and share. You want to measure it and hit and set. Benchmark goals for yourself because that way you know if your plan is working. And that's the beauty of a plan, too, is to have it in front of you and see what's working, what's not working, and then make changes as you need to. So when you're picking your goals, you want to make sure that there are SMART goals. And SMART is actually an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. And so if you're hitting all of those things with this goal, and um, let's say, you know, that goal, you, you put, pick together a goal um, that is based on the smart system, but then you're not hitting your benchmarks. You can go ahead and just adjust that for the next month. And that's, what's so great about having a plan is because this little time frame or the, what the plan I'm going to show you is little segments of time that, you're going to try and hit these goals, but if they're not working for you, there's something in the system that's not working. You can pivot and change so that by the time you get through the entire year, hopefully you've hit your goal or come pretty close to it. Does that make sense?
0: It does. And I think it's so good that you have this in here because what would be the point of ha- you know, making goals if we're not measuring them and seeing that we're on track?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just, you're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels. And then my last component of putting together a plan is really figuring out who does what and when. So if you have a team, you know, make sure that you assign people what to do. And maybe one person on your team, all they're responsible for is figuring out if you're hitting your goals that month. So have them go into your insights and your analytics and take you know, take all the things out that you want to measure. You can get lost in your analytics, trust me. So it's really important to go in there and just pick out the ones that really make sense for your business at the time and list them. And if you have somebody who is responsible for creating the graphics on your team, or maybe maybe it's not someone on your team who's creating your graphics, but maybe it's somebody, somebody like Allison who has graphics available for you that you can use through her program, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So think so just make sure you identify who does what when and that way there's no questions about what's going on in your business.
0: Okay, so that was a lot of information Laura, but all awesome information. So to recap, the seven components are identify your objectives,
1: mm-hmm.
0: know who you're attracting, identify or go down in a niche, pick the platforms that you're going to be on. Mm-hmm. Create a 12 month content calendar, make sure you measure and report, and then who does what and when. Yes. Okay.
1: Those are are the seven.
0: All right. I love all of those. Now you are going to dive a little deeper into something else, correct?
1: Yeah. We're going to dive into number five, which was that 12 month calendar, which seems to be like a huge bear. (laughs) And it seems scary, but here's what I want you to do. What I've done is I have a worksheet for you guys that I'll give. Allison, a link to. And it's divided up by quarters. So you've got, and then each month within the quarter. And this is how I kind of want you to think about your business a little bit. For the months going forward, um, I want you to go ahead and pick an objective for each month. Now, it can be the same objective month to month. It just depends on your business and where you're trying to go with it. And put that at the top of the page of, of the month that you're working on. And then I want you to pick a theme. And we, briefly talked about that theme. So for example, in March, maybe the theme might be spring or St. Patrick's Day is in March too, right? So it could be luck. luck. You Mm -hmm. could be talking about luck. So there's lots of different themes that you can pick per month that will help you with writing up content, if that makes sense. So you've got your theme. Then I want you to, in one column under that month, you're gonna think about the product that you are focusing on that month. So have that always in the back of your mind. Now, this is not saying that you're gonna try and hit a sales post every time about that product, but maybe what you're going to do is, you're going to talk about, maybe if if it's a physical product, you'll do an unboxing of the product, or maybe it's best practices, or maybe it's favorite features of that product. Whatever it is, you'll just come up with those ideas for that product. And then the next thing you want to figure out, so you have it in front of you, what is your monthly sales goal for the month? So now you've got your product that you're going to be focusing on, you've got your objective, you've got your sales goal for the month, and all of that is right in front of you. So you have that in front of you every day. Then the next column you're going to see is retail holidays for that month. And I think this is really important. And I say retail holidays, and I like following the retailers because they've got their their pulse, their finger on the pulse of what's Mm -hmm. going on in the sales cycle. So they know when to run the best, the best sales. So let's take, um, let's take April for example. So the retail holidays that I have mapped out in April, we have April Fool's Day. So you could, don't be a fool and miss out on this (laughs) sale type of thing. You have Easter, you have taxes, which is always a fun one. Um, A lot of retailers will do a tax relief day, like after you pay your taxes or submit your taxes on the 15th. What they'll do is either on that day or the day after, they'll run a special freebie or sale just to celebrate that that's over and done with. And then Earth Day is another holiday. So you've got four holidays in the month of April that you could do some sort of a flash sale or an offer to coincide with that. And then, so you write that down in the column next to it. So if you look at one month, you'll have a column just for the product you're gonna focus on. And I think you only focus on one or two at the most. I wouldn't do too too many. Then you would do a sales goal for the month, another column for the retail holidays. And then the last one is gonna be the offer that you would do somewhere throughout the month. So that way, if you can kind of map that out, you'll know, the way I look at it this way is, I want to look at for the year how many products am I going to be focusing on for the year? Like, what's going to make my business dollars? Like, what is going to make me hit my goal for my my business that year? Like, how many clients do I have to sign up, or how many ebooks do I have to sell, how many coaching calls do I need to do? Figure that out for the year, and you're going to be ahead, and you're going to be able to figure out how to get that done through your social media posts.
0: Is that making sense? That is making awesome sense. And I think too, once our listeners actually have this calendar download Mm -hmm. in front of them, and then they listen to it again, it's going to make complete sense.
1: Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to also put into this too, is I want you to think about how many times you're posting a week. So a lot of my clients only post three times a week. So that means for one month, if it's a four week month, they only need 12 posts, right? Or 12 Mm -hmm. ideas. So when I say you have a, a calendar at a glance for the whole year, so that's 12 ideas a month that you have to come up with. That's pretty doable. And then you can pencil things in for the following month and the month after. And so then before you know it, you have a whole quarter worth of ideas. They may not be written out, but at least you have the idea there so that when it comes time to write it out, you can just go.
0: That's perfect. And I like how you said pencil it in because things do change. None of this is ever written in stone because you might make a shift in your business or something may happen later and you need to maybe adjust your objective after quarter 2
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or
0: or based on, you know, your measurements or reports, things may need to be changed. So that is awesome. I cannot wait to share <laughs> this. I can't wait to download it, Laura. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's really helpful. It just helped me get crystal clear on what I was looking to do in my business. And then the other thing too, we say not always to sell on social media, but if you can at least like narrow it down to, you know, three to four sales posts a month, you can fill in all the rest of the type of social media posts around that. So whether it's a relatable post or behind the scenes post or, you know, national donut day post, you Mm -hmm. know, you can, you can filter those in, but at least get your sales posts on there on the calendar somewhere. So it doesn't feel like you're just throwing posts up, you know, whenever you want, I say like spray and pray that, you know, people Mm -hmm. are going to respond. You have it strategically placed on a calendar and that you know you're not overselling your audience.
0: That's awesome. That is gold. Thank you so much, Laura, for sharing your knowledge on this. I always go to Laura when I need (laughs) help with my social media plans. That's for sure. So Laura, where can our listeners find you out there?
1: Yeah, so they can find me on Instagram at Laura. And Laura is spelled (laughs) L-O-R-A. So Laura underscore Shipman on Instagram. Or on Facebook. They can find me at Laura Shipman. And then my podcast is called The Laura Shipman Show. Lots of great information there as well. And also on my blog, which is
0: laurashipman.com. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram, at Allison Shoals, or grab some freebies over at BossLadyInSweatpants.com. Take care! I'll see you next time.